Uh, hi guys, welcome to Josh Junction, and uh, this is me, Adarsh. But with me today, we have a very special guest. Uh, you probably would have seen him in the recent few days all over social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, mainly because of the message he's been giving, and uh, especially with 2020 coming very soon, uh, Kerala plans to have a zero plastic, uh, you know, um, year ahead, and uh, to kind of avoid all sorts of single-use plastics. So I think we have the right man with us uh, in the studio. I'd like to welcome uh, Nikolay uh, Timoschuk. I, I, wow. I hope I'm saying it the right way. You actually said that right, oh, man. That's crazy. I like that. Thank mm-hmm, you, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. Ah, that's our pleasure. Your YouTube channel, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's called Back to Life. Back to Life. Uh, so when I the first time I heard that name, and uh, when I, I try to understand that this is a traveler page, you travel all over the world, yeah. right? So usually when you have a travel page on YouTube, mm-hmm. they have words like explore, wanderer, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you have something called Back to Life. So I, I felt there was something way emotional uh, added it. to that. So is there a story behind you calling it uh, Back to Life? Yeah, man. So I was a high school teacher. Um, mm-hmm. I played college fo- American college football. Mm-hmm. Um, I played. For American football, as a, I started when I was 12 years old. I went through middle right. school, high school, which you guys call plus two. Um, then I went to college, got my school paid for, got a master's degree, and played that entire time. I had to work as a child. Like mm-hmm. my parents were from the Ukraine, man. They migrated from the USSR in uh-huh. 1989. All I knew was hard work. Like <laughs> that. That's it. And so, like as soon as I graduated, I got a master's degree in organizational management, um, which you can just correlate with business. And I was like, you know what? I want to teach. Um, and so I became a high school teacher and then I did that for a year and a half and I was sitting there one day and I was just like, man, like, what am I doing with my life? Uh Like, I love teaching. I love these kids. I love what I'm doing. I felt so much passion, but I was like, yo, like I'm letting me die down. Like, I feel like I got this personality that can like help change the world, like one person at a time. And now I find myself in Kochi in India, in Kerala, like, (laughs) like, and, and that's what back to life to me is like, it's not just. It's not just like, hey, let me shoot a YouTube video. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I started, man, I've done some dumb videos. When I say dumb, like I don't call <laughs> things dumb. I've done okay. some dumb videos before, man, like where I'm just being silly and just trying to do what I, I, I didn't know where I was headed. And then I resigned from teaching and I told myself, I was like, yo, I'm about to go travel the world. Like, mm-hmm. this is it. And I was scared. I was nervous. But I feel like the most, most, most victorious times come when you're, when you feel that like butterfly feeling punching that. you in the stomach. Like one of those uh, quarter life crises. Yeah. Right? Like that's what people were calling it. And they're like, oh, he's just having the quarter life crisis. <laughs> I look at it as like, I'm having a quarter life victory. Like I'm, this ain't nice. no crisis, brother. Like, you're, all right. So you're, you're like the kind of like the glass half full kind of yeah, guy, right? Yeah, everything's good, brother. Uh-huh. Life is good. Like if I that's sit here good. and complain. I get that. The problem's still there, yep. no? So did, did YouTube like take you to travel or did your travels take you to YouTube? No, nah, YouTube took me to travel, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, So what happened is I was like, yo, I don't know what to do. I literally resigned from my teaching job without any plans. Like no. there was no backup. There was no like, oh, I'm going to go get a job. Like I was getting job offers from the business world. I knew a lot of people mm-hmm. um, in my city back in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And They're like, yo, like, come work for us. We're a logistics company. Come do this. And I was like, no, I'm good, man. Like something's about to pop off. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. it's about to happen. And from there, um, I literally booked a flight to Hawaii, had no idea like where I was going. I was like, I'll get an Airbnb once I get there. You know, it's a, it's a U.S. country, so I don't yeah. need no, I don't need no tourist visa. I'm good. Kind of like a backpacking trip. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'll figure it out. And my, now that's like my brother My mom's cousin's son lived in Hawaii. His brother texted me on Instagram was like, yo, my little brother lives out there. Oh. And I was like, who's your little brother? He was like, David. And I was like, holy crap, this is going down. <laughs> 
I texted the guy. I met him twice in my life, man. Like, I didn't know the guy. Uh-huh. I ended up living with him for three months in Hawaii. Wow. Now he's like my brother. We FaceTime every day. And from there, like, we talked about our dreams, what we want to accomplish, like, how this is going to go down. And like I say, like, now I'm in India. Like, that's awesome. Ten countries this year, bro. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> like, uh, could you name the countries? Yeah, so it was uh, started off. I like I count Hawaii as its own country because yeah, it took yeah, me yeah, 15 definitely. hours to go out there, even I though it's that. part of the U.S. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So <laughs> Hawaii. Then I went back to uh, the U.S. because someone broke into my house. There's oh, a wow. problem I could have been upset about. I just took it on the chin, handled business, okay. visited New York City, went back home, went to Italy, went back home to Chattanooga. From there, I went to L.A., went back home, went back to Hawaii again. Then Indonesia, Philippines, Thailand, Sri Lanka, UAE, Oman. Now I'm in India. That's awesome. Now I'm in God's own country. Yeah. I would like to ask you about that because uh, uh, we like to brand ourselves as God's own country. Yeah? But how is it like to be someone from uh, someone not from Kerala? Mm. But the, do you feel Kerala fits uh, the, the brand called God's own country? I feel it. Like, do you feel that? I feel the people, man. Mm-hmm. Like the, the people are different here. Like I'm not saying that to degrade any other country I've been to. Like every country has its goods. Every country Definitely. has its bads. But like, man, the love and the support the the compassion and just the like hospitality like i didn't know anything about india besides slumdog millionaire before uh, i yeah, came yeah, here bro yeah. and then when i got to <laughs> dubai i ended up in little kerala like yep. you you might as well it's like it's not little hong kong or little china or whatever yep. they call it. like it was little kerala bro yeah, like yeah. everybody in bur dubai is from kerala and <laughs> this one guy's name's minhaj muhammad he's from alopi that's why in a lot of my videos i'll be like oh, oh my hometown's nice. alopi i knew nothing but he would not be quiet he's like yo you go to Kerala, like, do not miss Kerala. Don't miss Kerala. I'm like, bro, like, I'm not trying to go. I need a visa. I don't feel like applying. He was like, dude, it'll take a day. And I was like, oh, really? Because right. I was going to go from Sri Lanka to India, but I realized I had to apply online and I didn't want to do that. And so I applied. Literally the next day I got approval. And um, now, like, I feel what people mean. Like, yo, I can be in the T-Hill stations and 30 minutes later I can be at Calicut Beach. Yep. Four-hour train ride later I'm in Kochi. I can be in like you can literally see something completely different in a matter of like an hour that's the most mind-blowing thing in my city bro like i can see mountains i can see a river i can see a lake i gotta drive like seven hours to go see a beach (laughs) yeah we have one time zone so that's the best yeah (laughs) like that's the craziest like literally if i wake up at my place i can't call my cousin until like six hours later because it's like two in the morning so i don't know man like i don't even know what the question was i just but that's totally (laughs) cool yeah no, you like to travel with your words as well. Yeah, man. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Um, also, I mean, uh, since I, I've been following your uh, Instagram and YouTube a lot, mm. and uh, and yes, you did mention about Calicut, so I'm actually yeah, from yeah. Calicut. Okay. So I saw your video about SM Street and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's a good Looked place. Looked like you had a lot of fun. Dude, that, that street's crazy. <laughs> it's a vibe, man. Yeah, it definitely is a vibe. Um, so another thing, I mean, since you've not only traveled in Kerala, you also tried to be a part of Kerala. You yeah. wanted to be a Kerala. You wanted to be a Malayali, right? Of course. So uh, your video where you're with the Kerala Blasters, mm. Manyapura supporting. Man. I mean, I could see it in you. Like uh, for a moment, I was watching the video and I'm like, one guy looks a little different, but the way he's cheering looks so authentic. Mm. Like he's been part of Kerala for like the last <laughs> 10, 15 years. So um, how, uh, wh- what is that? thing that really attracts you like i mean you you did say the people do yeah. attract you right what is that one thing in the people that you see uh which kind of makes you want to be like a, probably a part of us it, it's it's an honor for us yeah to, when someone wants to be a part of us right, right? like I, you were saying that like i was getting little goosebumps right there like uh-huh. <laughs> so 
Uh, like, I'll just give you a perfect real-life example. Like, the guy that introduced me to the Kerala Blasters, his name is Christy, mm-hmm. um, Christy Kurian, and he's from actually from Wayanad. Mm-hmm. And I was at Vaitri Village Resort in Wayanad, and he's like, yo, there's a Kerala Blasters game in Kochi um, coming up. It was against Kolkata, uh, and that was the first game of the season, like the inauguration match and everything. I was there at the stadium the same day. We should have took a <laughs> selfie. I took 7,000 of them. <laughs> but uh, literally, yo, like... He was like, do you want to go with us? And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, we're taking a bus. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll go. <laughs> I get picked up outside of the resort in Wynod in a bus that lights are going. Like, it's a disco, man. A UFO, we call it. Yeah. <laughs> it was going crazy. It was 1.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Everybody screaming. Manya para. Like, <laughs> like, yo, the, the whole thing where you guys start doing this number, yeah, I don't yeah. know what you call that, but like... <laughs> It was going crazy. I was afraid for the bus driver. And then, you know what? I was so exhausted. I just fell asleep. I woke up in Kochi. And then the, that day was like the craziest experience I've ever had. Like sports are big in America, man. Mm-hmm. Like American football. Yep, yep, yep. You guys are like die hard <laughs> football fans we here. Are, I, are. At least the Kerala Blasters, the Manyapada, the Yellow Army. Like that's what I experienced. So that's who I can speak for. It was absolutely insane. Even when I went to the game against the Bangalore FC, mm-hmm. same experience, man. There, there's no like, oh, this is fake. This is only one game. No, like every single game yep. is like hardcore, manyapada, yellow blasters. You get out of our way, or we're, or like <laughs> we're gonna get you yeah. out of our it's way. It's like those Manchester fans, you know. Yeah, they can be pretty intimidating. Like it's like, real, real. It's not yeah. just real. It's real, real. <laughs> you get double. Yeah. And another thing, like I mean, uh, the thing about us Malayalis is we love to teach people Malayalam, right? Yeah. Even if they don't want to. Right. Because I know a lot of my friends who've married to people in other countries mm. and states. But then the Malayalis never learn their language. They make sure the other <laughs> person learns it. But in your case, you actually wanted to learn the culture. Yeah. How good? Are, how good is your Malayalam? I mean, Sugamanu. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Perinda. Uh huh. And the Perinico, Adipoli, Nani Cheta, Nani Chechi, Penikanam. I got a little Tamil in me, Nandri. Um, oh, nice. So I actually speak fluently Ukrainian and Russian. Wow. Like my family migrated from there and everything, uh-huh. as I was saying, and. So I actually, like with my parents, I speak Ukrainian, I, sp- uh, I can understand Russian and everything, Polish I can understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why Malayalam is actually easier to me and why I can like, I can like roll my R's yeah, and do the yeah, whole yeah, la, 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 like, because our language does the same thing. Dravesky yeah. and all of that, right? You I have, can you do all that. Of, uh, if I only spoke English, it would be very hard. I'd be like, hard, yeah. Sugamano. Like, it would sound super that. like... English. Because I heard you say Trishur, right? Uh, it sounded very authentic. Yeah. Because a lot of people will say Trishur. Yeah. But you had the th and the r. You yeah. had the role. I speak of the like time. a foreign. Like for I'm a foreigner, but uh-huh. I speak like you guys. Yeah. Here I'm your foreigner. If you were in America, you're my foreigner. I get. I that. speak like a foreigner, like yeah. someone not from America, because yeah. my parents when they talk, it's like how are you. What are you doing? Oh, uh, yeah, I get that. They speak like this. They're, uh-huh. they're speaking in English. They have all those stand-up comedians showed, right? Yeah, but uh-huh. like this is like their real authentic, like I speak Ukrainian. They respond in English, but they can't speak with this same like dialect that I have. It's literally <laughs> like they sound like Russian gangsters, Ukrainian gangsters. I get like, that. I what get are that. you doing? And you're like, are you mad at me? <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you kind of get that different get vibe. That, but that's that. why I can do Malayalam as well as I can. Which I wish awesome. I learned it more, but... Mm-hmm. I, this is my you have country. all the time. I think uh, the people here would love to teach you. Just go Do to I any just tea shop and or any barber shop. They want to teach you anything. Should I just settle here in like a barber shop and you just should, live in you one? You should. I mean, it's not a very expensive place to yeah, be. Yeah, so. that is true. Yeah, just getting to the video, 
that uh, went super viral. Mm. Like th- that's the first thing I saw recently, and then I was like, "Hey, I've seen him on YouTube. <laughs> why is he in Why Not? Because Why Not is very close to me. Because yeah. well, it's a beautiful right. place. I've of gone course. through the happens like hundreds of times, right? And uh, now that video mm. was very emotional, right? Yeah. Because uh, end of the day, even we want uh, a very clean city. Right. Uh, we want. I mean, we want to live up to the name called God's Own Country. Of course. But end of the day, that's the problem, right? Uh, I I can't point out who's doing it, and you know, end of the day, it's a community. Even if one person does it, it right. affects the whole thing. Exactly. Right? So when you went to Wynad mm. and you're there, and uh, and yes, you were on a Lamborghini, right? Yeah, I was in the Lambo <laughs> too. Hold on, brother. I like, saw. <laughs> I came in two Lamborghinis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's a surprise you wouldn't feel like getting out of it, but uh, you right. got out of it, and you saw the viewpoint, right? Yeah. And you're seeing something. You're seeing uh, nature manifest in front of you, right? Mm. You're seeing something so magnificent, and all of a sudden. You see a lot, a pile of waste, right? Yeah. How was that feeling for you emotionally? Man, so like after I had gotten the Wynad, um, I came there with a guy named Leslie and Ashik. Um, they they dropped me off and everything, and then I was staying at Vitali Village Resort again. Those are my really close friends now. Me, Nadim, and a guy named D. If you watch any of my videos, well, Dillshot, I call him D. <laughs> They're the double Ds. Uh-huh. Um, we were like, yo, let's just go there, Lakiti Viewpoint. Like, let's get away, and then we'll go eat at Spice Bowl. And we stopped by. Like, we weren't even gonna go. Mm-hmm. It's just like happened, man. And everything happens for a reason in my book. We stopped by and my friend Nadim, he's like, yo, look over the edge. Because I was like talking to some guy. I'm like, Sugamanu, perenda. Like, you know, I'm talking to <laughs> the some usual guy. usual tourist yeah. stuff, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's up, brother? And he's like, look over. And I look down and there's a railing that I can't get over. If I get over, I'll probably break my legs. Yep. But there's bottles galore, man. Like, if you need bottles for the next year, you got it. <laughs> if you need plastic bags, you got it. Even the monkeys, like, were holding bottles. And I'm like, yo, that's so freaking sad. Mm-hmm. Like, and at that moment, I was like, bro, give me a minute. Like, I got to go make this video real quick. And when I posted that one, people were like, because people know that point, man. That's like mm-hmm. a you're driving through, you're going up, you're going down, yep. whichever way you're going. And I was just, at that point, I was so like, you get so mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, to where you're just like, bro, like, are you serious? Like, are you that, and I hate to say, like, incompetent, but it almost comes down to that point where you're like, who do you think is going to climb down there and pick up that bottle that you just threw? And you want to complain to me me about there not being a waste bin? That bottle didn't walk over there. That water water didn't say drink me at Lockety Viewpoint. Like, Mm -hmm. you brought the bottle but you think it's your responsibility to throw it down a, a, a hill where if I jump down there to pick it up, I'll break my legs. Like, that's what's so confusing. And I've seen pictures, man, where, like, they have to tie ropes yep. just to go down there and clean up. And I think they're actually doing it. I, I got a call or Nestle got a call um, saying that, like, they wanted me to come back up. But obviously I had to run down the coach and stuff. And they're going to try to clean it up, like, and right. tie the ropes and, uh-huh. like, do all that stuff, man. Like, like somebody – like, you – one second throwing a bottle, you're causing someone to take a full day out of their time, literally to tie ropes to this thing and still be put in danger. Like mm-hmm. if he accidentally lets go or slips, do you realize because you threw a bottle and he's trying to help the earth, like he has to reap the repercussions of that? Yep. Like God willing, nothing bad happens to anybody and everybody's safe. But come on, man. Like let's use our brains. You don't even, when I say common sense, not a lot of people have it, but goodness gracious, someone's got to pick up what's thrown down. Like mm-hmm. what goes up must come down, right? Yep. That's like logic. I totally get what you mean. And uh, I would love to see a Kerala where, you know, people start thinking like the way you do. Um, but whenever there's a discussion yeah. about uh, waste management in Kerala, the people seem to uh, point out at the government. Right. 
and the government seems to point out at the people. But according to you, who do you think? Where do you think it should start? Is it the government or the people? The people. Mm. These government officials are us, man. They just have the job. Like, what? What's your job here? Oh, RJ. RJ. Mm-hmm. What's your job here? You. Video. All right. What's your job? Producer. What's your job? Coordinator. What's my job? I guess you could say YouTuber, philanthropist, mm-hmm. something. Human. No? Human. Mm-hmm. Right. These guys are just doing their job as politicians. When they go home. I hope they're not throwing trash because they could be the same people yeah. complaining about no trash bins being there. Like they're doing what they can. Could they do more? I'm sure they could, but they're doing what they can with the positions that they're in. They're not the ones going, hey, we're the government. We're going to throw trash over a, a railing yeah. at Lockety Viewpoint. And now there's a problem. No, it's us, man. It's me one by one. It's you one by one. Like I just talked to, um, I don't know, I'll disclose her name, Miss Dia. Mm-hmm. She, her daughter was telling me a story, man. She was on a bus. She's 15 years old, bro. She was on a bus. A kid threw a wrapper out of the window. And she's like, hey, bro, if you're going to eat another one, just take, give it to me and I'll take it home. She literally was getting off the bus and he called her name and was like, ha ha, and threw it out the window. Yeah. A 15-year-old boy, man, thinks that's cute. Like, come on. Like, uh, it's wh- not. Cause, uh, yeah, I think you it, see what it, I'm saying? Yeah, because he's, le- he's probably learning from his parents. Exactly. So I, I think it should start from the home, uh, probably from school. Exactly. Recently, we did have a bunch of kids who uh, kind of joined together. They call mm. themselves the climate revolutionaries. I like so that. So they were part of, uh, like, you know, the bigger movements like uh, Greta Thunberg and all of that. Right. And uh, what they did, they had a big uh, procession. They were giving ideas. They're, tr- they're trying to get rid of uh, ball pens from schools. Right. They're going to bring ink pens back. Because oh. then you don't have to, you know, throw away all the refills, right, right, right? right? So you can use the one pen right. and just keep changing Over and the over ink. and over. So this is a very simple daily things that you can bring. So I think there are a cluster of kids like the yeah. millennials coming up who's really, like you said, Dia is one, yeah. uh, Dia's daughter, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the 15-year-old kid, she has an idea. She yeah. cares about the country. So, but I think think uh, probably time will make a change but we can't wait because yeah. right now we are not in a position to take uh, our climate situation come on granted, brother right? we gotta act now or mm-hmm. the earth's gonna act against us it is like yeah. there is no it will like it is acting against us that's one thing i wanted to ask you i mean uh, there's one thing i've always understood is when you travel mm. you learn a lot right and in your travels have you witnessed climate change of course man like, like you've been to the same place twice but it looks totally different yeah bro and like the one thing i've been like harping on man i one of my boys went up to uh, Delhi this mm-hmm. past weekend oh. that I met here. And he posted on Instagram and it, it said uh, advisory warning, uh, pollution or something, yep. air pollution. Air pollution, yeah. And I was like, what? That's real? Yep. He was like, yeah, you can't. The people were like, yeah, you can't go out. Like, now you can't, but you're advised not to go outside because yep. it's really bad for you. And I was like, this is a normal thing? Like, I've never seen it. I'm 26 years old, bro. This is my 10th country. I have never seen that in my life. I didn't know that was real. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, that's crazy. No, like that's a real thing. Yep. And People, this has not just been for a week. It's been happening for probably one and a half months. Like uh, that's actually crazy to me. Yep. Like to even think the air is so bad, you cannot go outside. Mm-hmm. Like imagine a child wanting to go outside and play, man. Like screw everything else. Screw business. Screw absolutely everything. Let's go back to innocence. Let's go back to literally a two-year-old, three-year-old little kid mm-hmm. that wants to go run outside and play. Yep. They can't go outside because they, they can't breathe the air. So they have to sit inside. What kind of childhood is that? Right? We got to enjoy our childhood, we right? We definitely did. Right. Yeah. But now we're creating a world for the next generation where they yes. got to make jobs just to figure out ways to dispose of freaking yeah. trash, man. Like, they, they need the, the current generation needs to grow up much faster. And I feel that's sad because yeah. no I choice. want them to probably like slow down and enjoy a childhood. Like, yes. relax. 
have fun and then but do they have no choice because yeah. of our choices yeah and i say our like i'm trying to help the cause but i'm one of the people man mm-hmm. i'm a part of the problem like yeah. i'm one of the people do i use water bottles that are plastic of course i'm yeah. still one of the people but i realize that the faster we can recognize that we are the people we are the problem like one by one we can be the solution mm-hmm. problems are caused there's always a solution to every single problem you well, just have to find it definitely and that's the thing everyone's waiting for that macro solution <laughs> nobody's seeing the micro level Come like on, me can can i say one bottle a day but no 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 everyone wants to happen and they're like they want big companies to come and make <laughs> come solutions on, man. so that's and i hope you know what i hope happens i hope one of these kids that's like in that like 15 year old range or whatever creates like the biggest world company that just like figures out a way to make life sustainable without using all these raw materials that we're using that's literally damaging this world maybe one of us i don't you know you could probably say that to the camera yeah do that <laughs> create the craziest company for the entire world that literally gets rid of all this raw material that we use for plastic and every, absolutely everything that destroys this earth like i'll buy whatever it is like I'll, you know that. what i'm saying i probably buy that i'd too, invested yeah. it right now like, <laughs> you let me know i got investors and i'll invest now in kerala there's a shift like the kids want to do something different okay till now india if you've seen we have a very um it, it, it's an already pre-designed system where you work you <laughs> do your schools you do your masters you want to do your engineering or something you want to get a job you want to get married you want to have kids mm. but right now i see a lot of kids who want to travel right. who want to like take it slow take a break see what's outside in the world see which part of the world attracts them see what part of the world you know they they passionate about, about right. all that stuff so uh but the thing is for parents it's a new thing you can't really blame them because right. they came from a very different kind yeah. of a, it's a whole different diaspora yeah. for them two completely so, different things yeah so uh, for someone who's been in those two walks of life yeah uh what is your advice to the parents mm. uh to probably make them understand the change and why you think it's positive i want to like saying something along these lines like i want to give advice to the parents and advice to the kids um like the parents don't know what they don't know. You can't be upset with them. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, like that's not their fault. They were yeah. raised in a generation where security, having True. food on the table, like that's number 1. Family is everything, right? Yeah. We're we're raised in a generation where we have so much social media. We see the rest of the world, we're like, "Yo, I want to go see that." Like yeah. I don't want to just look on a picture. Like I want to go. I don't want Nico doing it. I like I want to do it. He showed me. Now I want to go. Yeah. You know, I get so many Malus like commenting and they're like, "Yo, you've been to more places in Kerala than I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life." you live your life nobody else does yep. people can make decisions for you all day long man the most wealthy person in the world has people making decisions for him but at the end of the day if he doesn't want to do it guess what he says i'm good <laughs> like yeah. they have personal assistance man yeah, think yeah. about that the richest person in the world let's say from a monetary standpoint has a personal assistant and he'll say okay we'll do this okay i don't want to do this but then you look at somebody that's let's say lives in like the backwaters with absolutely zero money no one tells him what to do yeah his life goes as he pleases yeah right but we live in a world where if you're in that like middle class you know it's like you're going to go to do this you're going to be an engineer you're going to be this you're going to go to school you're going to go All to the college all the colors and the way yeah color, like yeah. why cuz you're their child they mm-hmm. care about you they love you and the thing is people get so mistaken man they think this travel life is so glamorous It is not, brother. I've had a lot of dark moments. I've had a lot of happy moments. That's another thing I wanted to ask you. Yeah, brother. It, like it gets real. Like think about being on your own, not knowing. Like you see these people every day. Like mm-hmm. you can if you have a little problem, you can come to you them can, like, yeah, 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 like hey, bro, like I'm going through it, man. Just talk to me. Like I've been by myself for 8 months. And people have been longer by themselves. Like so I, I'm not complaining one mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. but it's not all you see. All these videos people see on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, whatever it is, like 
No. That's just you, the you gotta feel sunny, it, man. That's just yeah. a sunny day, right? That's a thirty second video <laughs> with some music on it that yeah. makes you feel euphoric and you whoa, it has a lot of views. I gotta go see it. But hiking for two hours in the blazing heat, not being able to eat, your stomach getting messed up because you're in a different country, your stomach can't handle it, like real life people can't speak English, but mm -hmm. you still gotta get on this train because you yeah. know it leaves in five minutes. You got to figure it out. There's nobody helping you and no one cares about you in that moment. You know why? Because he's got to get on a train too. So he is worried about doing something for himself. Mm -hmm. People will help. People are good people, man. There's more good than bad. But like people think this is a glamorous life. You got to see what you're passionate about. You got to see what you think your purpose is. And if it doesn't work out, you go on to the next thing, right? People try to dive into like, oh, I'm going to be this from like 12 years old. If you end up being that and you love it, I'll hats off to you like that is a tough thing to do like mm -hmm. from a young age to figure out what you want to do yeah. i'm 26 i don't know what i want to do when i grow up you know what i'm saying like yeah, it's totally okay to be like that right yeah like i know guys that are like they joke around he's like 55 and he's been a football coach like for colleges and he does real estate and everything he's like well i'm 55 and i still don't know what i want to do when i grow <laughs> up he's from the south in america uh -huh. super country uh, I, I, I get that yeah <laughs> and so it's just like man you do what you love, man, because nobody else can do it for you. Every like everybody has their opinion, man. But if you fall in love with your process, like people overlook the little things. Like you just made that example, micro versus macro, man. Mm -hmm. Like people think that the finish line is is everything, man. The finish line doesn't feel good. You know, it feels good when I get on that train. The process. Yeah, right? and and I, and I get to Ernaculum, and and then I meet the guy that picked me up, Joy, and then I come here and I meet Ms. Dia, and I like. That's the fun part, man. Yeah. Seeing this video at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's cool. You're like, oh, that's dope. But like getting to meet everyone along the way, getting to like sit in the studio, you know, shoot a little Instagram story, go grab some food, come back, meet somebody else, meeting 20 people in a 24 hour period and then jumping on another train to go somewhere else. Like that's a vibe, man. Like that's where you got to fall in love, because if you don't fall in love with those little things, if you don't fall in love with the air blowing, with the leaves swaying, like the beach, cra the waves crashing, mm -hmm. you'll never appreciate the bigger picture. I wasn't supposed to be here today. Uh -huh. I was supposed to be in Trishur. I don't even know if I'll be here tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I don't know if like I'm done and then I'm going back to Calicut or if I'm like, I, I don't even know. Like, I'm literally like going to finish out, make a call, see what I need to do. See, I'm asking someone for help, which is always good. Don't think you're too good for anybody. Like, always ask for help. There's people that have been through our shoes. They know the way. Um, but yeah, like that's kind of, Kind of how my life goes, man. I tell people when the wind blows, I blow. When it stops, I might take a take a second to take a breather. Yep. Got a few things to do here. Um, meet a couple people, take some nice. cool pictures and stuff. And so from there, who knows? Sounds good. Sounds like a good uh, never-ending happy story. Yeah. I mean, that you don't want the whole happily ever after. You just want to no, let you, it be, let it be. I want the process. I like that. I like the process, man. Awesome. That's the best part. But something I always wanted to ask you. Mm. Do you get called a lot? Because whenever I see you, I can see a little bit of Casey Neistat in you. <laughs> Is there something that you've got? I get that like? literally on right? my YouTube comments, on Instagram. <laughs> and it's crazy because I never used to watch YouTube like before I started. I uh -huh. was just on Instagram doing stuff. And oh, um, okay. my boys back in America, they're called Goon Squad. Mm -hmm. They're about to hit like 2 million. They rebuild oh, cars. Wow. They were okay. like, yo, start YouTube. <laughs> so then I got into YouTube. I started watching people. And uh -huh. I was like, yo, I look like this guy. <laughs> it's like he's like, <laughs> like 20 if, years older than me. If I could me. get you the, the signature yeah. Casey Neistat glasses, you should yeah. probably look like Dang it. it. You got a pair? <laughs> we're we're going to get some somewhere. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. It would mean a lot to me if you left a review and shared your thoughts about it. Your reviews help get this podcast shown to others. And our goal is to help as many people as we can. Let's help each other out. See you on the next one.